0: join us in this super energetic conversation about how warriors created culture and business by leading from the front So many times men attempt to create a culture that their tribe believes in, only to be completely disappointed. Our special guest today is Matt Sapuola. He's better known as a money smart guy. He's a Marine veteran and a super successful entrepreneur. Don't miss this episode. Absorb the energy and let it inspire you as you learn key elements and strategies that will develop you into a leader and make it much easier to develop a culture. Stand by. Rise up, a warrior, my brothers. Welcome back to the Man of War podcast. My name is Rafa Kande, and of course, I am your host. Now, check this out for you newbies that are on board. Welcome. I got to tell you something. I am so stoked right now to have you on because you are getting ready to start transforming your life and start learning key components and elements to set you walking in the warrior's path. This is what this podcast is all about. All right, and with that said, I am very excited to say that within the next few days, the YouTube page is going to be released. We're gonna have two initial videos for you ready to roll. And of course, it has taken me a little bit longer because we have been really trying to figure out what road we want to walk on, what road we want to take this specific YouTube page. I don't just want to bring you podcast. I really want to take you in a little bit of a different journey. Same, obviously, components that we have here in the podcast is going to be all about developing the warrior mindset and all about living a life that embodies the warrior spirit, but I wanna do it in a way where we're developing and building this movement through a culture, and we're gonna talk about that today in the show with Matt Tapuola. We're gonna talk about culture, we're gonna t- talk about leading from the front, all that cool stuff, and I gotta tell you, you're gonna love this show. All right, before we get started, please, if you've not done so, go ahead and leave us a review. I don't know what's holding you back, if, if anything is, Please, we bring this show to you absolutely for free. All I'm asking you here is this. Go to iTunes, leave us a review, and it'll be really appreciated. This is how we maintain our top rankings here on this podcast, and we continue trending higher. Also, on another note, which I think is very important, uh, we have reached 500,000 listeners, and I really appreciate every one of you for being on this journey with us. We are basically going to be crushing it here over the next few months because we have so many things rolling out, including a major, major announcement coming out at the end of this month. Also, don't forget to follow me at uh, Man of War with two R's on Instagram. Also, the other thing is, and very important before I forget, the website for the podcast, and I know a lot of you ask me this, send me some emails. It's manofwar.live. Yeah, that's manofwar.live. You can check out all 60 episodes of this podcast on there. Each particular podcast is has its own little page with its own banner, its own show notes, And I really think you'll like it a lot. It's very easy to kind of scale through the episodes and it gives you a ton of information, some good stuff there. Go check it out. If you don't have the new warrior guide, it's been updated, highly recommended. It's absolutely free. Go get it. Forgingawarrior.com forward slash manual. And the final thing that I'm going to talk to you about right here, right now is this. We got 215 men right now training at the Warrior Development Academy. It's an online Warrior Development Academy. I'm giving you 14 days for free, no strings attached right now. Go check it out, go join forgingawarrior.com. You're going to love it. All right, gentlemen, let's jump right into this show. Whip out your pen. I got to tell you, whip out your notebook because this is about a man that is a warrior-minded individual, and he brought that to the business world. He brought that to his company, and he developed a very, very strong culture. So listen closely. Matt Cipolla, welcome to the Man of War podcast, my brother. It is an absolute honor to have you on.
1: Woo, great to be here, man. Love Fired it, up. Show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> love it, man, love it. Hey, listen. I want you to introduce yourself for our audience so they get a glimpse into who Matt is.
1: Matt Sopala, United States Marine Corps, eight years combat veteran, Operation Restore Hope, Operation Desert Storm, Operation Southern Watch. Transitioned in my seventh year in the Marine Corps out to the civilian world, in the insurance world. And today I run a company called PHP Agency, and my brand is The Money Smart Guy.
0: Awesome, man, awesome. So. I'm going to start off just real quick here, right? So you were a Marine, right? When you yep. took off that hat and you entered the entrepreneur world, talk to me about how you kind of transitioned into the entrepreneur world.
1: It was difficult. Uh, I wasn't used to people telling me, no, I'll think about it. Call me <laughs> later. You know, the, the the whole direct response thing, you know, yes, sir, no, sir. You know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. No, that That was so programmed into me. To not, you know, to think about orders, sell me the order, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then when you expecting other people to do that and they don't respond to you that way, that that's what freaked me out in my transition out of the Marine Corps. So I fell on my face. My, the first two years, I fell on my face. I was a single father with custody of my son. Moved back to Chicago uh, uh, because I was my last duty station was in Southern California, and I took three jobs. I was a Jiffy Lube hood technician. I was a lifeguard at the YMCA from five to eight, eight o'clock in the morning. And I was a server at the Olive Garden uh, uh, lo- looking to launch my insurance business. And so uh, two years later, three years later, I finally figured out, started working for myself 100%. And my third year, I started cracking $100,000 a year never looked back.
0: Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, so you had that fire right when you, got, when you got out of the Marines and you just basically attacked it.
1: It was fire because I had two options. It's either work for somebody else long term or, or my fear of being broke. <laughs> uh, which is going you know, to, to overcome me? And uh, said, "Man, I, I got to play offense. I can't live like this."
0: Awesome. So, listen, Matt. The reason I have you all on the show, and like we were talking, you know, before the, we started recording here, is because. As the Man of War logo, right, we transitioned into understanding the concept of a man in a suit with a Spartan helmet, right? We wanna be a warrior in life, we wanna be a warrior in business, we wanna be a warrior in the battlefield, right? So what you have here right now is that you took your warrior mentality from the Marine Corps that you learned there and you just freaking you know, brought it into your entrepreneurship skills into your company that you have now i want you to tell me a little bit about your company and more importantly how you actually at this point in time how you actually are running your company with this mindset
1: yeah it's all about culture for us you know uh matter of fact when we get in our office and uh we we let we get everybody to stand up and just kind of you know because motion is emotion and money is energy we get everybody moving we're not a boring insurance firm we're mahogany desks Right? We get everybody up and say, hey, what is your profession? I'm thinking about that Spartan uh, scene where He says, what is your profession? And all the Spartan soldiers go, ahu, ahu, ahu. That's what I'm thinking about. Because mm-hmm. even though I'm in the insurance industry, even though I might be a co owner of, of my company, at the end of the day, I am a warrior. I am an entrepreneur. Uh, today, I'm forced to grow. I am better today than I was yesterday. I must. I must serve my clients better today than I did yesterday. I must. So there's a lot of things that go on translating that high-speed low drag from the military into the business world, and the best people that are served from it are our clients and the people that we uh, have an opportunity to work together with.
0: Awesome, so basically the culture that you've developed in, in your company, it uh, comes from something that you felt hey you know what your vision it was your mission and you're leading out there you know you're stepping it up and you're getting these people around you pumped into believe and 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 have faith in you right have faith in the company have faith in the way that you're going to be leading them which is phenomenal how talk to me a little bit about your leadership skills how you know you've been able to get you know your employees your troops around you
1: yeah so i I believe straight up in leadership by example, not by management. In other words, I'm willing to get back out in the trenches with you. I can still be the general, but at the same time, I can still pick up the rifle, get in that hole, you know, kick kick some doors down, you know, lock and load, and I'm I'm right there with you. I'm going point with you. I'll be I'll be your gunner. I'll I'll be the one defending you too as well because we have a lot of new people coming in, and I want to make sure I defend your desire to be an entrepreneur. I want to defend your desire to do something bigger and different, which is probably opposite than your family member. I want to make sure I defend and I give you these skills and equip you with the tools necessary to plant a flag in the ground So, you know, I'm going to do something different than everybody that has the same last name than me. I want to be wealthy. I want to master money. Um, and, and, and I'm going to do it regardless if anybody else supports me because it's, it, it starts with my mindset, my heart, my attitude, which will later translate into the pocketbook.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, You know, one of the things that we have have a problem with, I think that when we talk about warrior minded men, when we talk about individuals that come from either the military, that come from law enforcement, you know, it's not that they frown on making money, but it's kind of like, you know, they feel like they might be bastardizing themselves or they might be, you know, doing something that. Uh, you know, it's not quote unquote honorable, and it's kinda like a mind shift that I have to deal with, not me personally, but either other individuals that I deal with and say, hey listen, you know, there is absolutely nothing wrong with making money as long as you're offering the client something solid, something concrete, something that's truly going to help them and believe in that. And you know, it's, it's that mindset, unfortunately, that kinda holds so many people back because they kinda see like, hey, you know, money is not necessarily a good thing. I disagree. I, I think money can solve quite a few problems in someone's life and it gives you a tremendous amount of options. What's your take on money?
1: Money is a magnifier. Money is going to magnify your character. Money is going to expose how you feel about a lot of relationships that you got going on in your life. With, number one, with yourself, with your faith, with your spouse, money just magnifies it. If you're selfish and greedy Guess what? Money is going to do. It's going to make you even more selfish and greedy. Money just exposes you. Just it just ten xs it. When I'm looking at your logo, I'm looking at that warrior in a suit. You know, I'm looking at him squared away right inside. He's a suit, and he right. In other words, this warrior is making money. He's providing for his family. He's out there. He's you know, when there's not wartime, he's farming. When there's wartime, he can pick up his spear and his shield. And I think we got we got to be able to translate that too as well. If there's an attack on our finances with debt with the country going where it's going, why the rich are getting richer. In addition to us manning our farm and our homes, we got to go out there with our, our shield and our spirit to advance forward our families because nobody's going to do it for us. And to to get ourselves around other like-minded men, which I love about what the message of your podcast is, is a lot of other men that's looking to click with that message too as well. They just haven't embraced it. They think they're weird. They think they are out there because every, every Marine I'm talking to, man, I'd rather be a cop, a firefighter, a postal worker, you know, honorable jobs but there's also honorable ways to do things too as well outside of just working with your hands we can still have this green collar attitude and warrior ethos in a white collar world just matter of transferring that over um from your from your body to your mind because that's really what the business world is it's really a mindset shift not necessarily a physical shift
0: that's awesome yeah i mean no doubt about it and i think that For the most part, when we look at money, unfortunately, I mean, it's, you know, there's people that do bad things with money, but I mean, hell, I know you know, and I know a lot of people that have, you know, millions and billions of dollars that are doing really good things with that money, and they're actually going out there and helping people, they're freeing themselves up and helping people. Besides, we're fucking warriors. Right. We go out yep. there, you know, we we you know we provide for our families, you know, we protect our families. I mean, this is what it's about. This is if if you just sit stagnant and you walk what would I call a flat line throughout your life, there's no energy, man. There's no energy. You got to go out there and be the best you can be. You gotta be excellent at everything that you could that you do. At least fucking try. So what I love about you, Matt, is this, right? You have a lot of energy, you lead from the front, you set up a nice business, you're a young guy. You you have tremendous potential. Now, next question that I'm going to throw at you is this. What is your goal? I mean, where are you headed here?
1: Yeah, our goal is this. We're creating the next billion-dollar company inside the insurance industry.
0: My brothers, just a quick break in the action. I highly encourage you to go watch the Warrior film. It's a very inspirational, motivational short film. Go check it out at forgingawarrior.com forward slash warrior film. Now, back to the show.
1: We're disrupting an outdated, a dinosaur um, older industry that hasn't innovated for 20, 30 years. So we're disrupting it. Why? Because the average age of the industry today is a 59-year-old male. We're disrupting our industry by recruiting and attracting a younger demographic, multicultural demographic into the industry that are 20s and 30s and 40s. And we're also disrupting it with technology helping these insurance companies increase their speed of which they do business. So by doing so, we are tracking a lot of eyeballs. We're tracking, uh, we have Oscar De La Hoya. He, he dropped us $10 million last August to expand and grow our company. His billionaire investors, Gabriel Brenner and Greg Sher, they drop money into our company because they love what we're doing in, in, in terms of providing money through insurance, products and services to people in their worst times of their financial life. See, that's what insurance does. When the market crashes, our client's money is safe. And a lot of people just don't know about it. Why? There's only 149,000 agents in our entire field serving a 320 million population. And so, you know, and and, and that's where we're going with our industry. We we picked an industry that everybody forgot about. We went back into it. There's a lot of noise there that people weren't paying attention to. We're running towards it because uh, what are people defaulting to? They're, They're defaulting to credit cards. They're defaulting to more debt. They're defaulting to GoFundMe accounts, which should be insurance or emergency purposes anyway, right? And so, and so we're 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 going. I mean, April right now is Financial Literacy Month. We're helping increase the literacy of people when it comes to money because if you want to control a population, you keep them illiterate. But if you want to start having them think for themselves, if you want them to start making their own decisions, they become self-independent, self self-sustaining, self uh, you know self-motivated. You give them independence.
0: That's great. That's great. So basically what's happening here is from from what I'm gathering is that you, your mind shift here, your mindset is, I mean, you're going to go out there and you're just going to run over everyone. You're, you, you are so destined, right? So focused on being the best in your field that you're not going to take no for an answer. You're gonna make it, you're gonna go out there and you're gonna push like a mother. And more importantly, all right, you're gonna do that by leading your troops. You know, that that is that's badass, man. Love that.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, I was just on the phone with a a friend of mine, he happens to be at a competitor. Um, and he says, Matt, you know, if guys don't work out for you, you can you can send them over here. I said, No problem. But what's your goal over there? What what's your goal in terms of building your agency and building it for your firm and and attracting new people to our field? He says 25. 25 what? He goes, I want to recruit 25 agents and financial advisors to our, our agency. I said, wonderful. I said, uh, 25 a month. I said, That's pretty good. He goes, 25 a month? He goes, I'm going to talk about 25 a year. I'm like, bro, where are you standing? <laughs> we, we, we do that on a monthly basis. So, you know, uh, here's the reality with where we're at right now. There's no competition for us. We're the fastest growing financial marketing organization out there, bar none. We put the numbers up there. Why? Because everybody from the top is buying into a message that I can be better today than I was yesterday. You know, there's a reason why certain guys want to be drafted by certain football teams, because there's dynasties that are there being built. We're, we're building a dynasty over here. There's so many people here that are, are coming from different professions, different insurance companies, different financial firms, and experiencing a different culture in the insurance industry, different than what it had before, and they're, they're, they're taking off. It's kind of like at the airport where you're walking versus uh, going on the moonwalk. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, sure. It's the
1: same energy, but you're getting further faster because our system, our process, our culture, and everybody's committed from the, it's a top-down
0: approach. That's phenomenal. Let me, let me ask you something. I mean, for the most part, from, from what I see, I mean, you've made yourself available on social media. You've branded yourself on social media. Uh, What is, I mean, how are you connecting what you're bringing in from social media here to your company? I mean, what's your link?
1: my my link is in terms of the social media platforms like yeah i mean and, how are you using uh, these
0: platforms to increase your bottom line here on your business
1: i want people to see that the insurance industry could be fun that the insurance industry isn't only about death very cool right it's about living there's, yeah we're putting life in life insurance man awesome and and there's oh. there's three benefits to insurance one of them yeah it's it's you know sadly when you pass away and i remember being 19 years old and off the coast of somalia and and on the USS Tripoli, getting geared up, and uh, I get a tap on the shoulder and say, "Sapola, so did you get your will done? Did you get life insurance done? Go down to legal." 19 years old, <laughs> and I go back down to legal before I can gear up and, and, and get a, get in my stick, right? And so, and so many people today, there might be 35, 45 years old, and they've never had a tap on the shoulder, and yet they have responsibility, and they're fucking exposed financially, leaving nothing behind to their wife and their kids because nobody tapped them on the right, shoulder. Right. I want to tap people on the shoulder, I want to wake people up because if I don't tap people on the shoulder, man, you're you're one conversation away from leaving your family financially destitute in case something happens to you, or worse, if you survive a heart attack, stroke, or cancer, or get hit in an intersection, or get hurt on the job, that you're you're financially dependent on everybody else in your family, they got to slow down what they want to do just to pick you up. Listen, man, I don't want to leave anybody behind you if I'm able to tap them on the shoulder. And last year, I mean, just last year, when I was thinking like a sales guy versus an entrepreneur, see, that's why I took my warrior mentality. I just want to be one guy with one sword, one shield. Can I assemble my three hundred? Sure. Can I be? Can I be King Leonidas? Right. Can I have my warriors next to me? Right. And we link up shields together, and that's what we do. We take on a million, and that's what we've been doing here with PHP Agency. We're taking on the million. We're taking on millions of people that are overlooked and underserved. And tapping them on the shoulder and advancing their fi- their family's financial future forward by helping them play offense, by helping them fight when they don't know how to fight for themselves. And that's what jacks me up about our business and our culture, because they're only one conversation away from being financially free or financially destitute. And I wanna make I want to make that difference. Because our clients who are our middle income clients, they're probably never ever be rich, Rafi. But they, they do they don't deserve to be broke.
0: All right, so I'm gonna take you down a road here. All right, a pretty deep road. All right, and I want to talk a little bit our society about, about our society here, all right? And obviously, you, you know, employing people, bringing in people to the workspace, you know, it's a challenge. At least my experience and many other people that I have spoken to, it's a little bit challenging to bring in the millennials, to bring in, uh, you know, that... Um, mindset that is so uh, and, and I'm going to put this in real quick terms you know there's you know they want success right now they want everything right now the millennial mindset right I mean it, it's it's that that you know quick turn that that hey we want this right now when you bring in you know younger people into your business I mean you know what strategies and and, and what culture are you putting in place to let them know that you know what it, it's it, it's not everything is so quick. Sometimes you have to feed it with fire, right, and let it grow and prosper.
1: Yeah, you know, Rafa, I, I got to say too. I see how Gen, Gen X is out there too as yeah, well. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> yep. I, I had a, I had a colonel, literally. I'm, you know I'm not going to mention his name, but I had a colonel, literally, tell me who led Marines in war in Afghanistan. When I told him about his transition plan of either a drive Uber, sir, Colonel, sir, or <laughs> You get under this wing, all right. Pick up a new, new, un, 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 uh, new uniform and learn a new craft. You know what he tells me? This is the first time I've ever. He goes, "This is the first time I've ever admitted this to a Marine." I'm scared. I'm Scared for what, sir? I'm scared to be rejected. Are you freaking kidding me? You're freaking kidding me. So right. he's, you know, he's forty-some years old. And whether you're twenty-four or forty-four, I think a lot of people today forgot about this thing called work. And if you want to be a warrior out there, you got to be working. You got, you got to work your craft. And sometimes people are working hard on the wrong platform. But at the end of the day, if you commit mm-hmm. to this, this this ethos, this this attitude, man, I got to work. I got to work hard at the right things. Even if you know, even if you're a a, a millennial, it's trying to figure this stuff out. And every day you look to increase your value. Every day you increase your de- uh, your de- your development of you. Your your work ethic is only going to get better week after week, month after month, year after year as you go by, assuming that you that you commit to work. And I, I tell you, this, people come to our offices. Yeah, there's a lot of people that we reject because they don't believe in work. They think this microwave. I just rather do it online. I just rather do it in an app. Listen, even if you do it online, online or offline, guess what? You still got to do. You got to work. And matter of fact, that's that's uh, there, there's a, there, we have a, a a training in our office is ten reasons uh, ten reasons why you should never quit. Ten tips of how to be coachable so therefore it's just not coachable in business but coachable and 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 being able to get through life being able to get to your 20s to your 30s 30s to your 40s 40s to your 50s and start thinking generationally how how can i transfer this to my my children and my children's children because i think that's what a warrior does he provides an sure. estate he provides an inheritance he provides a great last name right? And this is what my family stands for.
0: All right. So I I really want to dig into some of your experiences being a leader and more importantly, kind of leading individuals that maybe, you know, you had a hard time with or someone that didn't believe in your mission or your vision initially. Have you ever come across these individuals that maybe now are really on board a hundred percent, but initially they were struggling?
1: Yeah, I I think a lot of times that We think that we're pushing our agenda on them, you know, in our process, in our company, where we're going is that my, my questions are, how are you getting to where you want to go? How are you stepping on a platform or career, your current plan? How is that working for you in terms of accomplishing what some of your life goals are? Some of your financial goals are some of your income goals are some of your lifestyle goals. How's it working out? And then, Rafa, lots of times people say, you know, I got two out of the four or one out of the four or, you know, zero out of the four. I said, great. Well, what's your what's your current, you know, what's what's your current system and how to fix that problem? What's your process? Who's in your corner? And lots of times that people say no. So that's how I engender a lot of um, desire for people to say, you know what, Matt, if, if I've been called out that I didn't know what I didn't know, I've been asked these questions nobody's ever asked me. Tell me what you do, because man, I, I really like the, life, the lifestyle that you're living. I really like the income that you guys are living. I really like the fact that you got a relationship with your children, and that you know your life isn't all business, 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 work, work, work. That you, you're building a life, not just making a living. Tell me more about what you're doing. Then from there, I'm able to, yeah, you know, I'm able to, uh, you know, uh, show a little bit my, uh, about my leadership because, you know, leadership is a is an implied position. Like I'm a leader sure. until they say I'm no longer a leader. Like I have to set stuff. That's I'm right. going to lead them not because I I'm a ti- I have a title.
0: That's right. That's I'm right. Like, and and I think also I don't know if you agree with me here, but. Being yourself, right? Being true. I mean, being, you know, that true person that you are and showing them that, you know what, like, you know, if you're, you're a family guy, you have faith, you know, there there's other elements that could actually, you know, box in an individual and say, man, this guy, it can be, you know, it's my mentor. This guy is my leader. This is someone that I can follow and I could relate to.
1: That, that's correct. And also adapting to people's personality types. You know, there's, there's four major personality types that, that I, I'm watching how people act based on how they're answering my questions, which kind of leads me to how I should be having a conversation with them. It's like, it's like my children. I've got four kids. They have four different communication styles. Same thing with people. Wow. i got to speak in their language. Otherwise, we're halfway communicating, and it just leads to frustration. And, and, and those four personality types are, A, are, are they, do they speak in a structured way? Like, do they need steps? One, two, three, four. I need to talk them. One, two, three, four. We need to do A, B, C, or do they, they are they in, in general to more concepts and theories, right? Like like the five gotchas of money and the 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 uh, the, the, the three homes of uh, taxation, right? Uh, 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 the two different ways to, to understand insurance. Right? They like theories and, and and they like concepts. The third one, they just like big action oriented type of things. They like to see the big cars, the lifestyle, the money. Right, the, the big, you know, the big show. their gravitational yeah. That's that style. And yeah. the fourth one are people that say, you know what? I don't care about any of that. What type of impact am I making in my life, in my family, in my community? I want to help people. I want to serve people. I want to hug trees and save the dolphins. <laughs> I want to <I'll> provide <laughs> water to people in India. In India, I want to be a bigger gir- a giver at my church. So there's four sure. different personality types is what I'm reading from people. So therefore, I can communicate to them back in a way that they would understand.
0: If you can lead from the front and lead by example, you know there, there's nothing better than that. Absolutely. I'm 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 100% with that. And more importantly, when once you see a man step up, all right, he inspires, right? Inspires as far as I'm concerned, motivation is short-term, inspiration, right? That carries you. That makes yep. people make a transition, a transformation in life, which is which is phenomenal. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about your journey here. Talk to me about your failures, a time in your life where you said, fuck, man, everything is crashing down on me, but you overcame that through your mindset.
1: First one is 1996. filed uh, ch- uh, Chapter 7 bankruptcy when I was a corporal in the Marine Corps. Right, We came back from deployment, blew all our money, came back home. My, my family home was a wreck. Uh, and here I am at $15,000, $15, one-five. Of credit card debt, making eighteen thousand dollars a year as a corporal, and and I remember a uh, another corporal blind leading the blind say, "Hey, go down, go see this attorney down the street. You pay her five hundred bucks, you make all your debt go away." So, so how she do that? This thing called bankruptcy. What's bankruptcy? I don't know, man. Just pay her five hundred bucks, and so that failure revealed to me that over the next seven years of my life, not only could I not get credit, but due to lack of financial education, I, I allowed myself. I took responsibility for. I can't blame him. I took responsibility for my financial situation and said, you know what? I should have known better. I should have known better. I could have found my way to fight out of this thing. Um, I took the easy way out. And, and I remember in 2008 when I lost my, – my next big failure was in 2008. I lost a million dollars in real estate during the real estate crash. And instead of failing and, and, and looking for bankruptcy as a way to get out of it, I was able to step up my financial education, apply some of the negotiation skills – do what they call a deed in lieu of foreclosure, negotiate myself out of some of this debt, short sale and, and, and those type of things. So therefore, I didn't file bankruptcy. So so in other words, I had a $15,000 problem Teach me how to deal with a million dollar issue.
0: That's awesome. And I guess the most important lesson there is that you actually learned from it, right? You learned from it and it made you wiser. It made you stronger in mindset. It made you who you are today because you just, you overcame problems and you're a successful guy today and you look, you know, you look across the board and you start saying, hey, you know, these issues, these problems that I had in the past, now they've made me who I am today. Do you believe in that?
1: Yeah, 100 percent, you know. And, uh, you know, as, as a warrior, as now as a married man uh, raising four children, as, as warrior as we are in the boardroom leading our company, I, I found myself being… Opposite when it comes to raising my children, uh, my wife, because, you know, here we are. We can be geared up. We get we can get our vest on and we put our full battle rattle on. But our wives, our daughters aren't that way. Sons. Yeah. And I learned that, you know what, my, my wife, my daughters have to be led a different way. I have to be a, I have to be a different type of warrior around them. I have to ask them better questions, ask them about their opinions. And I want to lead them in a way that feels safe with me. They feel confident with me. Why? Because if they don't feel safe and confident with me, they're just going to sell for any other man out there, especially in this world where women have a lot of issues and in how America treating them. I want them to be able to identify, wow, my dad set a precedent for me, how a man should be treated, how, how a man should be led, and, and, and have a standard for them to not lower, but also expect other men to step up. So therefore, my, my girls don't settle, uh, they, they, they seek a warrior that has high standards
0: that's awesome you know you you set the example and you know i have a I have a young daughter i have a five-year-old daughter i have boys there before that i have all boys so you know my little princess came you know to be and and uh, you know one of the most important aspects was you know be the man right that you want your daughter to look for, you know. That is, you know, you set that example, and that's huge, man. That that is for me. That is a has transformed my life in so many ways.
1: You, you know what I've learned to in terms of parenthood, being a warrior in in a home, is there's three phases of of parenthood, and that first phase is the kids idolize you. I think that's between you know birth and. 9, 10, 11 years old, they idolize you. My daddy's this. My daddy's faster than you. My daddy's stronger than you. You know that phase?
0: Sure. And sure, then, sure,
1: and then sure. you reach that preteen phase, that cell phone phase, where it's, they they start to demonize you, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you don't know nothing, right? Right,
0: Right. no and doubt.
1: You, my, my daughter called me because I didn't let them, I didn't let them date for a period. said, Poppy, you're a murderer of love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: <laughs> and, and, then I, and then I have a, tw- I have a 23-year-old. And um, and then he's, he's starting to slip into the humanized phase where he's starting to appreciate some of the things. He still has conflict with me because he's still a growing, growing young man. But he's starting to understand why, why I did what I did when he was younger. And he started to understand boundaries. He started to understand work ethic. He started to understand, listen, kid, it, it's not the job's fault that you can't keep a job. It, it's not the boss's fault that you're having conflict. It's your fault. It's your issue. you got to take ownership of it. you got to take responsibility of it. And now he's start to understand it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. My oldest is 20 and uh, he's starting to come around now little by little, no doubt about it. And I think the uh, phases that you pointed out are, you know, spot on, no doubt about it. All right, Matt, talk to me a little bit about your biggest success.
1: I think my biggest success is, is pick, for me, is just picking the right woman to marry, you know? There you and go. I just, I'm, I'm thankful every day that my wife, Sheena, uh, came into my life when she did um, and she's able to take on a role where we're similar but different. we're We're business partners together. My role in the firm, I do the marketing and the recruiting and the training, um, you know, the recruiting, the development, the mentoring. And her role is sales, right? her Her role is in helping the new sales agent get from scratch to success. Her role is to take on the clients that we track through social media and and she's the one who processes the uh, the relationship from prospect to to actual client. So we have similar roles, but different. And, and we're able to embrace our, our differences and understand that, babe, this is my lane, this is your lane. Um, we check in with each other, we're able to grow together. And uh, you know, I think we're also demolishing the stereotype that husband and wife should be working in business together because it's been an absolute joy. Same thing, some, and, and it's been a pain too as well because we're, we're forced to grow together. And as, mar- as many married men and women uh, uh, leave the door in the morning, and live separate lives for 68 hours during the day my wife and I we get to live the same lives but but different aspects of it throughout the day and uh, we're able to grow personally we're able to grow in our relationship we're able to go spiritually and we're, we're able to go financially and business wise
0: that's awesome man that's that's awesome really i mean the the fact that you know you guys could stay connected even though you're working in different areas for the same business and you know that's that's awesome i mean that ideally um, you know, that is the way you develop a really good solid relationship, no doubt about it because, you know, there are things that you can talk about and you could understand each other, you know? And it's great when you could actually sit down with someone and be able to hey, you know what, communicate and build that trust and build that relationship. Matt, tell me about a mentor. Did you have a mentor growing up?
1: I did not have a mentor growing up. Um, I did have coaches though. I did have football coaches, basketball coaches. And I, I looked i look to those guys as coaches, not necessarily mentors, because they only coach me during the season. So there's a big distinct difference between a coach and a mentor in my life. And so um, my mentor, thankfully, has been the Marine Corps. My, my mentor has been this uh, this warrior culture, the eleven leadership traits, the, the eleven leadership principles, and the thirteen leadership traits of the Marines that I hold very near and dear to my heart today. That I just translate into my life, translate into business. And, um, and and thankfully, I have a mentor now in my life growing up as an entrepreneur. His name is Patrick Bed who is the C- our CEO founder of PHP Agency, which I'm a co-owner of. Uh, but he's just been a great uh, – and, and the irony behind it, he's like five or four or five years younger than I am. But uh, God's got him on a different path, and he's wise behind his years. And, and uh, you know, because in business, I don't believe in uh, – there's no such thing as – in capitalism, there's no such thing as seniority. It's about what you right,
0: do,
1: right? you know, and, uh, and I look up to him. So, uh, Very cool. Very
0: cool. Now, before you started, uh, you know, getting into the business that you're in, I mean, w- were you studying it beforehand? Were you lo- like looking at it and saying, OK, this is what I want to do? Or was it something that just came to you and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm just going to write it and learn it as I go?
1: Yeah, it, it was something that I never thought in a million years I'd be doing. What me? Insurance? Me? Finance? What? I just filed bankruptcy two years ago. <laughs> I'm the worst at yeah, right, right. finance. But when somebody gave me the pitch, hey, would you like to make 100 grand a year? Yeah. Would you have to like to control your schedule? Yeah. Would you like to live in Irvine, California? Heck yeah. And then how do I do that without having to go back to three, four, five years of school and get a master's and all that stuff? Hey, once you get involved in the financial, we're getting involved in the insurance industry. And uh, that, that's what I've been doing um, ever since. And, and, and I mentioned earlier that my lifeguard job from five to eight o'clock in the morning was reading business books, was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? The Richest Man right, Babylon, right. The Greatest Salesman in the World, Power Positive Thinking, The Magic of Thinking Big. Those are the initial books I read from five to eight o'clock in the morning to get me geared up mentally to take on the business world when I went, when I went back home to drop off my son and head to the office.
0: Awesome. Talk to me a little bit about your daily ritual, from the moment you wake up in the morning, okay, all the way to you put your head on your pillow. Just give me an idea of what a warrior-minded entrepreneur does throughout his day.
1: I, I, I Rafa, do you think, do you still freak out when the sun hits your your face in the morning? I still freak out when the sun hits my face in the morning. But uh, when the sun hits me in the face in the morning, I'm late. So I like getting up at zero dark thirty. You know, whether it be five, five thirty, somewhere in there. Just as long as I beat the sun up. Right. And, and it's quiet. Nobody's calling me. Nobody's texting me. Make my power. Make my uh, pre. Get my pre-workout. Hit to the gym. Spend 45 minutes to an hour at the gym. Um, come back home. Pick up my kids. We, we do our things. Breakfast. I have a conversation with the kids when I drop them off, which is something, which is a gift that my parents never gave me. Uh, I, st- I still have to, my kids are in high school. My kids are in grade school. I'm still. I was. I, re- I was raising with a, as with a key around my neck. I'm now here today as an adult. I'm dropping off my kids. at school because I want to have a conversation with them. Um, after that, you know, my wife and I, we get back, I come home, my wife and I get back into the car. We head to the office. We do lunch together unless I have a center of influence lunch where I'm meeting with a partner or a prospective client, a prospective candidate we're recruiting, um, a business development opportunity. Um, and then in the afternoon, uh, more interviews, podcasts like this, um, evening, you know, head home, head, head home for dinner. I have some evening meetings sometimes with clients, dinner meetings, um, rinse, repeat the next day. Evenings and weekends, uh, you know, kids activities, uh, sports, church, just like any other normal family.
0: Awesome. So, you, so you're basically living a, a very rich life. And I don't mean financially, I mean about, you know, the connection with your family, you know, that warrior mindset that you carry, in, you know, it, it, it. and it takes a tremendous amount of fortitude to carry through because no matter how you look at it, I mean, you're, you're, you're waking up early in the morning, you know, which is, Every warrior-minded man that I have ever spoken to, interviewed and spoken to, gets up early in the morning and has some me time in the morning. And <laughs> that is that is crucial, man. I mean, that that is absolutely crucial to have that me time in the morning, working out. Then you come home and, you know, the fact that you interact with your children, you know, take them to, to school and have dialogue with them, which is so rare nowadays. And, you know, the next thing you do, you and your wife go to work. And I mean, that, that that's its a very rich culture that you have at your home. Also, talk to me a little bit about when the shit hits the fan in your business world, because there are times I guarantee you, right, that that there are times where where shit's hitting the fan. Things are not going the right way. What do you do to calm yourself down and get you back in line?
1: Yeah. Stand by to get some. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But uh, that's it. You know, uh, you know, the the train I got when when I was in the Marine Corps, when it came to that, when the shit is the fan is first. First one is calm down, calm down, grab a reference point. Right. Assess where you're at. Get gather, gather information, because for us, sometimes, especially in the business world, uh, like, for example, um, uh, we had to expand our office space because our office was too crowded and our landlord is having issues because the, our neighbors say there's too much noise, there's too many people coming to our office, there's too many bodies in our office. We've only been there for five months. So we, we need to improvise, adapt, and overcome. So, okay, great, let's assess where we're at. Let's get, grab our quick financials. Can we afford a bigger office space in this building? Yes, we can. We, we've proven and shown the documented financials. Okay, now let's now it's assess what we can do with our landlord. Can we negotiate office space for X amount period of time to allow us to expand, to allow us to grow, uh, and then, and then, in the meantime, between now and the next six months, when we negotiate a higher, when we have to pay more rent, we then depend upon us control. what You can control in terms of growing our company in the next six months to be able to 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 grow into that office space. And then that's part of negotiation too as well. So, you know, you know, uh, you know, h- hitting so many different aspects. Uh, we don't have enough people in this department, and we have business falling through the cracks. Right? We don't want to lose business to hire staff so what's our yeah. process in hiring staff quickly and getting up to speed quickly not freak out and who's really learning that really well is my wife because uh, yesterday we, uh, we, were, we were going through an issue uh, making sure our, our, uh, our uh, landlord was taken care of we expanded office space and she calmed down she calmed down she processed things issue, uh, uh, peacefully and they say you know it's, it's, no, it's always it, when you're in the shit you think it's worse than it really is for sure. And then you look back and say, you know what? What was I sweating that all about for? I, I, I had it. It was good. What was I freaking out about? So, you know, why? Because we are always preparing for the worst, right? But expecting the best.
0: All right? That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Matt, what is one trait, all right, that you would change about yourself? Something that you just say, fuck, man. You know, I got to change this.
1: For me, I'm always working on this. Is always working on my humility, because because no matter how high I go, in any level, even though you're amongst a stud, there's some duds. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the units you're with, there's some high high performers there, man. But you knew who the dud was.
0: <laughs> you got the definitely the weak link, no doubt about it.
1: And that's what and that's what I'm always working on. Am I the weak link in my peer group? Am I the weak link in my company? Am I the weak link? of my current level right now, how do I get to become a stud? What is it that I don't know What I don't know? What's my blind spot? So so my trait that I'm constantly working on is, is not being comfortable, not not settling for good enough. Because it's easy when you're making a million dollars a year, it's easy to say, man, I got this stuff. Compared to when I was making $20,000 a year as a sergeant in the Marine Corps, What I was making a year, I'm making it in a week. So it's very easy for a guy like me that I'm not worried about money anymore to, to easily get comfortable. So, you know, I remember talking to a guy who's making $750,000 a year coming home. So, what's the hardest thing about making three quarters of a million dollars a year? You know what he told me? He goes, getting up, getting up in the morning because I don't have to. Yep. Yep. And I said, Bro, I got you, man. From a competitive standpoint, I got you. I'm about to run circles around you because to me, it ain't about the money. To me now, it's about purpose. To me now is discovering the next best version of me and helping others discover the next best version of themselves. So, I got to remain humble, I got to remain hungry. I got. I got to remain in the
0: hunt. Absolutely, and that's what warriors do. All right, that's what differentiates the warrior-minded individual from the average Joe Blow. And uh, I agree, man. You stepped it up, and you're going to be running circles around people with that type of warrior mentality, no doubt. So, I want to know here, and you know, give me a little bit of feedback on how important do you think it is, all right, to hang around and surround yourself with good quality individuals.
1: It's 100% game changer right there. And by the way, you don't want to hang around guys that you are peers with. For me, I always, for example, this weekend I was with Kevin Hart. Hanging out with Kevin Hart, he's not just a star, he's a superstar. He's got 150 mo- a million followers on social media. So to an extent, yeah, right. You know, it's somewhat intimidating to a level, but I felt uncomfortable and I felt I had to step up my game in terms of intellect, and step up my game in terms of providing a conversation with value. Uh, providing a conversation that would entice and intrigue uh, Kevin to a conversation and, and and, uh, our CEO and interviewed him for two, uh, for two hours. And we're going to have an interview with Kevin Hart on our, on our channel. Um, I had a conversation with him after his show, his irresponsible tour show here in, in, in Chicago. Uh, He's touring all around the country today. Um, And he made me, I I just embraced being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Right. Sure. And and so I, I think that's, that's a trait there that, uh, Uh, I like being around like-minded thinkers and more importantly like-minded action takers because I see a lot of guys that will download podcasts They'll listen to all the video watch and listen to all the videos read all the books, but they never execute You got to go out in there and do it man You got to go out there and get bloody because then you can
0: no doubt about it.
1: You're gonna find your message.
0: Yep absolutely it's always about taking action man that's what, what I'm always talking about for you listeners alright listen to the last words you just said it's about you know doing something right do it take action instead of just listening and reading books all day long like I've said over and over again listening to podcasts is not going to do shit for you reading is not going to do for y- shit for you unless you start implementing and integrating what you read what you listen to into your life to make that change And, you know, guys like Matt, where he's being, you know, he's successful right now, but he's still driving the iron horse. He's still moving in an upward direction. He's not going to be the lazy lion at the top of the mountain. He's going to continue to drive. And that is hugely important. So what, tell me what fires you up in life?
1: For me, it's looking at people that I'm mentoring, people that I'm recruiting, people that we're developing, that I see a 20-year-old version of me out there that I see a younger version of my wife out there that's looking for a mentor, that's looking for a shot, that's looking for an opportunity to do something. They just don't have a vehicle. They just don't have a platform. More importantly, they don't don't have a mentor. They don't have a hero. And some of them come from impoverished neighborhoods. Some, Some of them come from the inner city. And then when they run across us, we can be the local hero to them. It's not the drug dealer. It's not the athlete they never get to meet. It's not the celebrity they never get to shake hands with. It's the local entrepreneur that's teaching them free enterprise, that's teaching them skills, that's teaching them uh, capitalism—not in the crony capitalism, but in the in the um, in the fruitful capitalism. That if I become a better me, I can create a better revenue. I can create a business. I create jobs. I create revenue in my community. I could be a difference maker in my family. That's what fires me up—is I can develop people. When I, when I was looking for a shot, I was broke, single father. Help, but I wasn't begging. I was demanding an opportunity. I was looking for a handout. I was looking for a shot, and that's what I do today with PHB Agency. When, when we grew from sixty guys, and today we have over five thousand five hundred across the country. That's what fires me up. That if I can give them hell yeah,
0: up, man, hell yeah,
1: yeah. And and then if they work with I, my challenge to them, if you can if you can hang with me for three years, if you can hang with me for three years, I'm going to give you more than just money. We're going to give you a lifestyle. We're going to give you a legacy, but you got to hang with me for three years. Lots of times, that's where a lot of people get scared. three, rip, three, three. Listen, we enlisted for four. <laughs> we enlisted
0: for four. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question that I ask all my guests that come through this podcast. All right, and it's what is your definition of a modern day warrior?
1: My definition. My definition is complete harmony, not balance but harmony between your faith, between your family, your finances, and having them work in a way that each one is feeding one another. And I think when a warrior is at peace, when a warrior is calm, uh, when a warrior um, doesn't have to uh, uh, constantly be in, in in disputes, you have a much more peaceful, harmonious home, you have a much more peaceful, harmonious uh, of, of financial life, and then a warrior then can be a great example for people around him because when people look at that warrior they say man how do you how did you get it all I mean how do you have it you can have it all man but you got to get these priorities in your life right in your faith in your family in your finances right so that way you can have a lot of fun
0: Awesome awesome brother Hey tell me how can people reach you I mean talk to me a little bit about your social media and your company's website
1: MoneySmartGuy.com is my website and if you go on Instagram, you go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, look for Money Smart Guy. If you're a hashtagger out there, look for my vlog. We're at about 34, 35 episodes deep into Living Money Smart, which is basically a journey documenting my weekly uh, my weekly journey building a company where I slide some how-to tips along the way. But what, what while I'm speaking on stage, when when I'm helping mentor other people, uh, how I went from from scratch to success, how I go from from a joke to a broke to, to actually having something. That's the hashtag livingmoneysmart. Um, and and, and lead, I'm just leading a, a vlog there where veterans can see, wow, this is a great transition career, a dra- great transition of uh, business. Combine together what you loved about sports, what you loved about business, what you loved about what you love about your, your your military career and put it together in an industry where you can be you. You can express yourself in business and uh, and, and translate that warrior habit, that warrior skill, that warrior ethos. It's just something that actually um, pays you. Because listen, if you're out there fighting for freedom, you might as well well enjoy a slice of
0: it. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Matt, man, it's been an honor to have you on. I'm definitely going to have you on again. There's so much that was left on the table. You know what I mean? It's just uh, we could sit here and talk for hours, no doubt about it. I love your fire, man. Continue leading from the front, okay? You have this all the way across the board. All right, my brother?
1: Roger that, man. Check that. Appreciate you, Rafa. Thanks for what you do, man. Man of war, baby.
0: You got it, man. Thanks, brother, for being on. There you have it. A great conversation with Matt Tapuola. What a great dude. He's energetic as hell. And not only that, but he is a leader, a leader from the front. And he's bringing those warrior skills, right? That warrior mentality into his culture, into his business, into all facets of his life. I hope you took some notes here. Remember, gentlemen, my brothers, I'm going to say this over and over again. It takes action to make shit happen. If you don't take that action, like I said, listening to a podcast or reading a book is basically like doing nothing, so be smart about it. Go grab your free manual right now. It's called Strengthen Your Warrior Spirit at ForgingAWarrior.com forward slash manual. And give me a follow on Instagram at ManOfWar with two R's. Until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.